Okay, a few yanim before we go back to the copies we're in the middle of and discuss the situation where you have a tzibur and yechidim. We're trying to save yechidim without downgrading the standards of the tzibur, which is a very important topic. If we're going to pick a subtopic to build into the applications of the chazara, the various lifniver and chatei, it's a good thing to examine. So before that, Somebody asked last night, we were discussing Shabbos, not Zman Tefillin, but the Tefillin, Muksa, Machmas Isser, you can wear Shalom Tefillin, whether Klish Matlahetas, the Ramah says, or not, it's And somebody asked about the night aspect. There were two issues here. He was asked, Leil Shabbos, to go. It was Shabbos, and it was night. So Leil Midaraisa, Mosu Shainim, hold Isman Tefillin, the Ramah holds it's not. In deference to the Ramah, the Machaber says that even if a person is sleeping a full night, they used to go to sleep early, early to bed, early to rise, and they used to get up to go travel to work. They slept the whole night. They're not going to sleep again. And still, the Mechaber said, in deference to Shizarambam, don't make a bracha if it's still night. And in New York, and in Toronto, and in Manchester, and in, in many areas in Europe, it's got pretty late in the morning, Nates. And that's a real, it's a real Shiloh. So if you remember, Moshe wrote his, uh, one of his oldest shuvas in Loban, very sad. Uh, the communists had taken over, and they were forcing them to go to work, and they had to trek hours, and couldn't put fill on at work. It was dangerous. So Moshe told them that they should put on, basically in the middle of the night. But they slept already, whatever, the six hours they're going to sleep. It's four in the morning. But Moshe understood at that young age that the uh, mentality of people is that if you tell them not to make a bracha, which is what the standard psaac of the machaber is, after a few days, a few weeks, a few months, you start losing cheshek like, if there's really a chiv, I'm having a bracha, it's probably some sort of chumrah. That's a dangerous. So I'm told him to make a bracha. You'd be big places for that. It's against the machaber, but he pulls the machaber, would agree in that case. Now, just want to put it in, it's not necessarily muchuch at all, but he walked into a photo op. It's, I don't know, a Shabbos in Kislev or Teves. And it's 8 o'clock at night, and he's doing a photo op. Now, I, I can't say, and I'm not saying Ramesha would have said that this case is no Gzeri Shem it's not time to go to sleep yet. Because we pass him, Lila's not Zantvillin, and the Rama Paskins is really not Zantvillin, and Midaresa. He probably wants to make a bracha, but he really wants the photo op, he just wants to put him on right. So I don't know what happened there. I don't know if, probably told him not to make a bracha. Because it wasn't a shast chak, it was a photo op, another bracha. Nobody asked me that. I assume the Pasha didn't tell him to make a bracha. If the kid would want to make a bracha, and this means so much to him, he had the same heter of the other term we had, maybe he could make a bracha also. That would be a jump from Ramesha's example where they were forced to go to work and they would get harassed at work and they needed to make a panasa, they would starve, to a photo op in Tel Aviv. That's quite a jump, even though it's a good svar, it's 8 o'clock, he's not falling asleep, the photo op lasts a half hour, he's going to be wide awake and smile. And it's probably not 12 o'clock at night, not Zaman Shana. Still a jump, but I want to put in that that Svara does play a role. And you see Ramesh already used the scenario where there was very little Shashem Yishan, but that's when they slept the whole night. Here, maybe the kid's exhausted, he was practicing his Haftarah, and he doesn't want to do this photo op, and his mother insists on it, and he's falling asleep. It's not so pushed to do away with it, just putting out the possible svar. I don't know if he told him to leave the bracha out. It's possible that he's looking forward to this, and he learned the bracha, and that would undo the whole kir moment, and 
he's got to take this with him the rest of his life in terms of the positive or negative impressions. So that detail wasn't told over in the story. Number two, uh, I just came across talking about Klishmat, Lisa Klishmat, Leheter, and I'll share with you a very fascinating svarim. Sounds like it's somewhat of a machlekes of Shalom Azamin and Shmuel Orbach. That's his son. That's fine. Uh, just, I don't know if they meant to lemaise this discussion this far, but I found it in two different places. And it's as follows. And to show this comes up a lot. Is a gun muksa? And what type of muksa is it? It's once one of the subjects, it's a great example to examine the svara. Discussing a cigarette is because you're a kli. And by the way, if it's not a kli, you can't be a kli shemachtalizer with all the coolers of gufa makama. If you're not even a kli, they talk about neft, they talk about gasoline. Talk, that's not even a kli. That's muksa machas gufa, the worst type of muksa. Can't do anything with it. Cigarette, okay, if we're dotting on it, we're assuming it's a kli. It's sort of a kli. It's a wrapper holding together different ingredients and it comes out of cigarette. And you're using it to puff in a safe way and not so safe, whatever. Okay, so we'll call it a kli. And the DN over there was, that goes in the Machlekes, where it has no heterodictic at all. And nobody after the shear had any kashas on that. They didn't come up with any way you can use a cigarette in a mutadikah way. What's with the gun? The tillin, if you have in mind not to be as a tillin, maybe it's not an iser, maybe it's just there's no chiv. How about a gun? So if it's bekorna fashas, Nothing discussed. We don't even bring up the Shaila Muksa because same way you're allowed to actually uh, use it. Uh, you can carry it to have to use it. It's a real Sakana. The Shaila Shmir Shabbos discusses is what if you're in a scenario where it's not a Sakana, but they're in Ganovim. Ganovim who are scaredy cats. In other words, they're not, there can be a massive in Yisrael. Hard to imagine exactly where this would take place. Say America. They're not, uh, they're, there's a rash of Ganevas, but they're not armed robbers, and you're not really worried about that, you want to scare them off. The way to scare them off is to brandish a rifle or something like that and show them you mean business. So in that context, is that a klishmach de leiser? Which case, it's still mutter for Gufa Makama to show it off. So they get scared and they know this guy walking around with a rifle, don't start up with him. Or Shalom Azalman brings up a svar, maybe it's a klishmach de leheter. Because in this scenario, you really, it's rare, Baruch Hashem, to have to use it. It's really just to scare gun of him. It's like putting a sign on, the, on a shul door or something, you know, it's under surveillance and don't go near us, we're tough and we have a lot of guns in our garages or whatever you're, uh, whatever you're going to come up with. But it's, Baruch Hashem, rarely used. So is that Klishmat Leheter? Klishmat Leheter. So Shalom Zalman suggests maybe it's Klishmat Leheter because there's no, Isser is just, if you had a, plastic one that looked very real, you would use that to scare him. So maybe it's a Kushan Heter, which means you can um, move it even more freely. Shmuel Abach is wondering, can you say it's a Kushan Heter if the only scare tactic of a rifle or a pistol is if you can use it and it works, and that part's usser. And that's a compelling svara. I'm not sure if Lamaisa of Shalmazam, it's not big enough community because you can still use it for gufam, you can carry it around. But the question is how freely. A Klishmat Heter is much more, he's uh, no Shaila. And a Klishmat Lisser, you have to have down the Heter. And then if you have a pistol that you're not using, this comes up in America. People have licenses, they're not always in a Mokmum where they feel it's even necessary to carry it. That is the Muksamach Sarin Kiss. If it's an expensive item, and it is, you wouldn't be using it as a paperweight for many reasons. 
the expense, uh, danger also. So then you don't have any of those headpans stomp to move it around. But as is normal usage, you're using it to, if you need it to fire, uh, then it's a makam sakana. If you don't, you just need it to show it, but it's still based on what you could do with it. So it's an interesting possible machlekes and uh, whether that makes it a klishmak list, a klishmak the header. What? Is a sword better? Well, there's no uh, explosions going on. No gunpowder. Happens is a separate issue. You can't bear arms. A separate You can't carry these things. But is it better? A sword can be used to cut open oranges, apples, coconuts, maybe, depending how sharp it is. And it's not normal use. It's normal use to wound or kill people, draw blood. So that's awesome. Not firearms, not explosions, but. The regular use is kind of overkill, no pun intended, to use a sword to cut, like why the guy's holding a sword and he's going to use it to cut up in his cucumbers. So however it is, uh, this or again, if it's just used to scare people, it would be probably in these two spars. Okay, let's go back to page two. Muksa is a type of sugya many people are very scared of. They never learn it straight, so we try whenever you have an opportunity, if you notice, take a few minutes to go over them because they come up every Shabbos. I don't know the categories and what the lumbus is. So, page two. We are up to the last bracket toward the bottom. We already brought down Shlomo Zaman holds. If a guy's holding a bottle of wine and it's Orla, you can and should, if you should get it out of his hands. But if he doesn't want to give it up unless you replace it with something similar in value and taste, and all you have is Stam Yenum, that's Kusher, but not Orla or Shemit or anything like that, you should replace it because it's a lighter iser. Shlomo Zaman added something, and this is going to be quoted later as well. This is crucial to our discussion that we're going to begin now with the Marasham. You see, Hinei Hadin? Hinei Hadin, Shekasavtem lo lehis nageid lemedida. We're talking about the nurse and the, um, and the uh, lady who's in the hospital and the protocol and the Eli, I think he said that from hospitals don't even bother. And yes, you should have a mercury thermometer home for available use Standard in a house, somebody asked me that right before Marv. Most of the ones selling in your CVS will have a little digital display that goes ding with a battery uh, from household. Medida's usser anyway, but it's motor chayli. So kids have a fever, the mothers like to know how to treat it. Uh, did they ask for it? Knock it down. Did the Tylenol knock it down? Hey, why not get a mercury? They still sell them? Maybe yeah, maybe not. What? Yeah, they're not real mercury. Uh, something like mercury, but it, you know, you shake it, yeah. the old-fashioned thing. You shake yeah. it, and then you put it in your mouth. So um, they work, and I don't see why a firm house should be without that. If you if you never never use it, Hashem, ten years, you don't, don't need one. But I don't see a reason why it's such an easy item to get. Why come on to uh, one that has a uh, reading and a display and a beep? Hey, nay, hadin shikasat. Let me see the second, the last paragraph. It says, that's Pashat, that you shouldn't uh, object if they have to write down a longer sentence like patient is being difficult and they didn't want the temperature recorded. Which we did quote last night from Shlomo Zaman. This is crucial. He said this, if you remember, about five months ago when we started the cure of applications, Shlomo Zaman's letter his most commonly quoted letter bandied around often, many say too often, and Shalom Zalman himself was very upset about it at the time. 
He gave a limited heter to invite somebody for Shabbos when you have ample room and it's a real invitation as a chance you might stay and you're going to clinch it now and not, it's not pie in the sky. A whole list of that's why our maskana was that you've got to take each case and ask. And on a community level, it's even more complicated and that's what we're going to be discussing tonight and, and next week. Shalmah Zalman, just like he was upset that the letter was circulated as like a low plug, you just do whatever you want and invite people so often take a kirv. He says he never even meant this scenario about announcing to people to hand people stam yenam instead of orla, or to announce, make these things official. He says you can't undo an issue. You have to take a case-by-case scenario, and that's what he's about to say. I never ever said a general rule. Shalmazama said, Look, so you had a scenario. You walk in to a party in Tel Aviv, unfortunately, on the Lao Shabbos, or Tuesday night. That's not a Shabbos, Shaila. And you know, now Orla sounds a little esoteric. It's not so esoteric. Notice how every Heksher, always in cell, says, Noki, Mirchash, Tevel, and Orla. Orla's a real, he's thinking, he's Orla and Tevel. Doesn't have a good Heksher, basically. So you walk in, and not having a good Heksher in Yisrael means, besides the fact it might be Stam Yenam, not of Goyim, it's also Arla and Tevel and Shemitah. So you walk in and you see 50 people in a bar drinking it. And you happen to be a delivery boy for Kedem, just your mazel. Happen to be driving down Rechov Dizengov. And uh, you say, wait a second, I heard a share on this. So you go to the back of your bus, you get your helper to take in five crates. You start handing out. So what's this? He says, well, it's not really Kedem product. It's as a Heksha, that would be better. It's Stamienum, which is, has no Heksha whatsoever, but it's from Italy. There's no Shash Yayanesech for real as in Manasech today. So Stamienum is pretty bad, but it's not as bad as Arla and Tevel. So you're going to start by Robin handing out, have a trade-in program? Like I said, trading in your guns for whatever they give them in parts of Manhattan. You're going to have them trade in Lavdal... Uh, Zayidin drinking and uh, teach him a guffin and how to have and say, can you hand all that over? We're handing out to all 60 of you. Stam yenam. Get a good price on them. And you know it's kosher than any ingredients, real wine. So Shalom said, I never allowed that and I would never allow that. Because you can't have a setting barabim where you're wholesale giving out something that's usher. It's stam yenam. That's a big nafkamina and you'll see when we get to the Marasham how important that is. The Yitachain, that's it, it's a Durabonon, which is also about no, the Chatchilas Tam Yenam. It's just still better than Yain Shalala. Yitachain Shafilu Minik Pushit, even if we're just a Pushit Amin, not an Isser. And Levato Vesia Aladei, based in. Based in shouldn't be managing a project, the community based in the Askan, shouldn't be managing a project to hand this sort of people. Like you said, they do that at every Kirv event. They're handing them uh, grassroots Kirv and they're handing them food. Not going to make a bracha. So we dealt with that. There it says, Question of if you came to get him in the door and it's not a chesachalisser and you have somebody standing up front, here's the thing in transliteration, repeat after me or just listen up and maybe they'll listen up and you'll be it's a that's not as bad. Here it's a chesachalisser, you can't brocha your way out of this or shamea your way out of this. So Shalmazama says to do that for Rabim is really not pashit, even for a minig. Now, Shalmazaman was asked, the famous Shaila came up with the Kirv Yisrael, they had organized. A concert. Concert's a very big cure venue. And they put it all together at great effort and expense. And then somebody realized that it was the three weeks. The date they had picked is the three weeks. 
similar shayla. Again, it's only the Svartim that make a difference, Svashkarazim, they have to keep with Svartim. They had mitigating factors in that case, and when he saw the Mamish couldn't change it, he allowed it. But normally, as you see from here, do it in a Rabbi saying and have a Heshesh temple. Organization is really less Pasha. Mashikasavti Iraq al Yochid Sha'ina Ivra Lifn Ivar. The Shaila asked me, Shalom Azama says, Is it Lifn Ivar to hand him a bottle of wine that's Stamyena? The answer is, if you're taking away an Urla and a Teva one, it's not Lifn Ivar, you're actually helping him. That was our Shaila and a Yochid for his Shaila Lifn Ivar. Esher the Chosh of Nami gets a mitzvah, it's even good for the Jews. Chalila Milikvoa Minikazela Rabin. You can't run a program like this. That sets the stage. Let's see now the next page where he brings down from the Shalom Azamad again. He talks about the application of the nine days, and then we'll see the Marasham. Take a look at page three in the footnote. Kishanish Rabbeinu, Allah Rasa, famous psaq of Shalom Azamad, where he said, if you don't give him the coke on a hot day, he's going to hate you, it's going to be worse. If you can't get him to make the bracha, and you try, and he won't listen, and it's not going to work to bring it up. Certainly, had the mice in his yeshiva. Somebody was going around, and it was a hot day in Bayavagan, if you remember. And he paused for a moment, then he told somebody to get some tempo from the dining room. So, tempo is the Israeli version of Coke. And he didn't ask God to make a bracha. He shot stop. He knew this fellow that he was a big maker terror and he had a good heart, but it wasn't going to work. And he, and he was sweating bullets. So if you don't give it to him, he's going to be sane to Milchachamim and from people. Marsham. So he asks, they ask, how does that fit in? Somebody asked Rosh Hashanah this. How does that fit in with the famous Psaka of the Marsham? When we see the Marsham inside, you'll see. Hashem weighed both of these carefully. He leaned toward the direction that something like this would be usher, but on a tzibur level. which we'll see. You can't have the meat markets open within nine days. That was an established meaning. Let's close to Shabbos. After the parentheses. Which we just saw. I don't allow this as a program in a public setting. Which is a reference to this nine day not eating meat minig. If basin is officially involved, which we just quoted. Here is the crucial change that happened just recently in society, in Israeli society, in American society. Things got so bad, and people were so far gone and so assimilated that we had a matzav where it doesn't even look like you're downgrading something because it's so painfully obvious how many people need this. It's not that you're going to have an oil that's from oil that's washing and they're not going to understand. That's how bad it got, and that might change it. You've got to be very careful, because Kirov is all about uh, mitzvah rabbah of saving people, and being careful not to downgrade Yon Ruchnius and the standards of the Gila. And uh, one of my... Um, uh, Bam once mentioned, we were talking about certain Kirov, and this is... Uh, okay, I'll, uh, I'll say it. If you don't know what I'm referring to, don't ask. And if you do... Don't ask either. But it was 
about that. Organization actually does very nice work, and they have a lot of, to their credit. They do their medicine efforts, and they do, they have done nice work for a long time already. The Shaila, they always wanted uh, B'nai Teirah, B'nai Yeshiva to get involved, and the answer of everybody was loy with an olive, like a huge olive, huge lamet also. And uh, I remember discussing it with uh, one of the Shivas, and he said, well, to put it delicately, and he was makshiv, what they accomplished, the question is, miva mi hochem, and this is the Shaila always in Kiev, around your, around your table, around your Shabbos table, and what age, and what you're ready for, which we mentioned, but I can't overemphasize this. And we're in, no one's going to accuse us of not being makshiv, the godless of the Kiev. But you have to march of the Kiro Kravim and the, re- the retention rate also. So he said it's uh, sort of like a paraduma. When I first heard that, I didn't know what in the world paraduma. So he said, yeah, it's Matami Satarin and Matari Satanayim. That's a pretty uh, drastic statement. And that's not to criticize the people involved. That's to make a statement that do it, but do it with people who either would be doing this anyway, so let them channel it in a good way, but don't take the Shiva Bacharim and the uh, girls who wouldn't be in the co ed atmosphere at that age. That's an important, that's crucial. And that's probably pushed in the issues is today. And that there's an age and a time, and perfectly married where, for everything, but you've got to be very careful. And that's what Shlomo Zalman is trying to apply to each Zman. There's so many non from people who are total disregard for these dinim. However, there's still Masarati enough that if you give them kosher food as an option, they will take it. So there are many places they just keep on shechting and everything's open. I'm going to get to that in a minute. I want to take a poll on what's going on on the ground with the stores. I think I know the answer. Even on Tishabav, even they're selling it today, and it's Nick or the guys buying it for today. If you're in a city, the alternative is tray for meat. That's not always the case. It's a straw. Most of the time, you can get, unfortunately, basal lavan. Most of the time, it's meat without a great hechsher. Versus glock kosher, it's not going to go eat treif. You have to know what the differential is. And there's also a difference between having a burger store open on Tishabov and he's not, there's no tzad lahokul, he's buying it for Mutsi Tishabov or he's making a C at Mutsi Tishabov or he's doing, he's buying a burger now. So you have to be careful where you apply it, but he's saying if there's a chance. Uh, somebody just mentioned to me, he said he uh, brought somebody to, uh, to a Shabbaton. Very nice uh, one. He was very uh, somebody who's not yet from, and he spent all Shabbos with him. And he's really into it, and he's a very smart person. I happen to know both the Makariver um, and the Kiruvi, potential Kiruvi. I just made up those words, but they fit. And that beautiful Shabbos, and he was dancing, and they were singing, and they had suddas together, and. Uh, you know the way these various conventions and Shabbatons work. Like Malava Malka is not a time to anybody. It's like 11.30 is an early time. But that's, we're used to that, and that's fine. Nobody's really hungry after Shalashudas. And he happened to mention to his host, to the friend of Borum, it was like um, a few weeks ago, so I don't know, 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock at night. He said, oh, well, the next part of the program is what time? He said, 11, 11.30. He says, oh, that's fine. He says, I'm going to Frank's Steakhouse. So I'll be back in a few hours. And he didn't see any disconnect that didn't dawn on him at all, as a smart guy, that 
okay, you're not, you didn't normally kasher, you weren't makabal yet, but he's in the middle of a very heavy, and he's doing very well, very heavy ruchniyastika weekend where everything is like glat kasher, and there's nothing incongruous, but that's typical, unfortunately. So typical, he said, you know, we have four hours, you want to come with? So he said, want to come with? He says, it's, it's trifle. And he says, oh, I forgot. That's typical. Because you got to be wired in the right way. They're not, they're not trained. So if it's a front of them, they wouldn't go be in a steakhouse. But if it's not, they'll just so you say, well, who does this apply to? I just gave you an example. Who does this apply to? He'd happily eat kosher. It was right in front of him. Oh, well, Mark, it's 11 o'clock. It's not time on the convention. That's where nobody's hungry before then. He says, yeah, we're gonna, it's a long Saturday night. We're going to go to the steakhouse first. Do you want to come? That's not a ridiculous story. It happens. It's, it's not ridiculous. And that's, it's understandable. So Shlomo Zalman said, if that's the matzav, then they should keep on shechting and they should keep on uh, supplying it because you'll save people and it's not going to be misunderstood lowering standards because it's understood in this city, in this matzav, there be too many people who are, who are, who are mikshul. Which, um, in this uh, scenario, is what the Maharsham is going to go into. Uh, he says, he told the mashkiach, of a bakery that was baking, bakeries bake around the clock and they work very hard. And he was Mashkiach. He should go there, make sure everything is kosher, even on Tishabov. They shouldn't be open to selling because who should be eating on Tishabov? He said, go there, make sure it's done right. They might eat on Tisha If you don't keep everything, you're going to be backlogged, things get mixed up, and they're going to be eating Tevel. By the way, there happens to be, if a baker be open on Tisha there are a lot of Chaylim Katanim who buy bread also. And their freezers. This is extremely important because somebody emailed me right before the shear on last night's shear. Is this minik still around that we don't have the butcher shops open on the nine days? So I, that's what I was going to ask you. It depends where you live. I think the regular, I don't frequent the places too much. The regular, what do we have in Muncie? Uh, Rockland Kosher and Wesley Kosher and then. The regular Fleshiga meat takeout thing is open all week? All week. Regular. Buy whatever you want, full, gamut, steak, chicken. Why? Obviously, a little less, but takeout's totally. A little less because nobody's making a CM every night. But it's, everything's open. Shabbos is coming. is coming on Monday? That's a Madrega. What? They have a different menu, a fish menu. I understand, but they're open on Monday also. So, so this fellow asked me, do we have this menu today or not? So he said, the truth is we're going to be seeing, even Rosh Hashanah 30, 40 years ago, and Masham was in Europe. They didn't have freezers, and if they had them, they didn't have freezers like we have. I, I won't ask everybody to be Magala, but uh, I just know when we're not running such a high-ended uh, foodie operation in my house. We have a lot of people coming. We have freezers, not one. And they hold a lot because nobody has any time to be running at the last minute shopping. And Rebetzin knows how to make a lot of challah at one time, do our first challah, and we have freezers. It's an art. Had it for, but we have a lot of freezers. So nowadays, why should they sell it? Maybe somebody only has time to go shopping on Monday. And uh, they're going to freeze it. So you're saying, wow, they've got fresh food 
on Shabbos. Uh, you have to ask your wife, you know, what stays? We have more fridge space, more freezer space. And that might change the dynamic. And Rosh Hashanah says, maybe you could buy for Katana, maybe you buy for Chaylam. My son, it's just all. It's happened in Bnei Brach. No, it's not a Shur Shachabam. You can have a Shur Shachabam. That's large. It's not nowhere near Shabbos. So what, what's the excuse? Who are they selling to? The guy behind the counter, a from guy. You know, walking to uh, any of these places. Rachel Kosher Evergreen is a from guy. And somebody walks in. They order. They can start asking him, uh, I know you. You that guy, the revolving door, see him guy by the thing. He says, what are you learning? Like at the airport, Megarine Airport. What about the Eldian? Nobody's going to ask guys of Cheskis Kashras, but he's making a scene, he's picking up somebody else, or his mother needs uh, more vitamin, uh, what, what, iron, I don't know what comes with the meat. So they're open. The reason they, we had a meat that they weren't is because nobody had a fridge or a freezer. Mm-hmm. And, and if they're buying it, they're buying it for now. And then uh, do it privately in a garage. You don't have to have the whole Iklis, the whole shook open. But you agree that here, Muncie, it's basically open, everything's open. And all the butcher shops are in the supermarkets, everything's open. Okay, but that's not going to change. We're talking about the lumdas. When can you think about lowering standards? And at the mm-hmm. level, it's more hummer. Yes. Shechita is done. Shechita is done. Yeah, it's. Uh, uh, by the time it comes. Yeah, I had somebody from the Midwest on my table once who told me he says, you know, nobody here in New York realizes they never tasted meat, never tasted fresh meat. I thought that was a startling statement, and I asked him to explain himself before I threw him out of my house. Uh, he said, no, this tastes very good. Everything's fine. Reverend a great cook, and she is. Um, it's just that you never experience it. We live, he was from Missouri, we live near the cows. And they sort of like shech them and get them to the table within 18 minutes. I said, like matzah? He said something like that. Not exactly as quick. Uh, he said, it's a different taste. There's like no similarity. What? Yeah, he said, it's mamish like a different world. Uh, the Gemara says, like, Mazabakabanas, once it's even if you salt it, you got know, salami, you got like that stuff, and uh, beef jerky, you really got to get yourself into. Uh, question of how much you're aging it. So today we have fridges and freezers, and yes, it's shut a long time ago, so that part of the operation we're not going to really see. And out there, they're saying, no, we're shuffling for next week, or for all this human at those restaurants. Shadley's is a proper, if you own a restaurant, this I've been asked by many restaurant owners. My days to have a restaurant open, not for the human. Atishabov? Who has a restaurant open? Atishabov. For the Chalim and Katana, they have to eat at a restaurant. That already would look very modern. Okay, let's uh, actually, we're not going to see the Marsham. I'm going to read the first uh, couple lines because I give it out whenever we get to it. Marsham was first asked about keeping the Arid open, as he was quoted before, for the people who are going to buy Typhus. If you don't have it available, many people coming to the Arid, not everybody was so from. So he brings a similar shaylam about the offer of the Kehillah. They want to make a takana that we're really being machazik, the shaving matzah, people using razors, and it was right before Sphira. He said, we're going to make an extra takana, an extra chizuk, and the people were basically from. They just struggled with it. And he said, then we're going to... For this community, for this time, we're going to call off the minig of not shaving during Sphira. That sounds like a tremendous, that's more boilet than having the butcher open. And that will encourage people to not do the derisa. And the question was asked, um, various chuvas, is that ever a mutter? You're doing something at a tzibah level. Isn't that worse? On the other hand, you're saving at tzibah. 
So a number of you, right after the Shia last night, came over and asked if we we're going to speak about the Nadbihuda. So I'll just mention that the Nadbihuda wasn't talking about lowering the standards for everybody on a sphera in a way it was worse. On Chalamayid, he told his, some of his Balabatim, who were using a razor, to shave straight through Chalamayid. And he says, not because I'm being Samechar Ben who holds that if you shave before Yantif, the whole reason you can't shave Chalamud is Gezeri, you go into Yantif, can maneuver, so they want to force you to prepare for Yantif. And Rabbi Tom says, you shaved, you shaved everything he wants to shave, there's nothing left to shave. Two days later, after two days, you're shaving against Rabbi Tom holds his mutter, we don't pass like Rabbi Tom. And the other says, I'm not using Rabbi Tom as a kula. That's not where it's coming from, it's a sniff. He said, I have another reason. He says, Tom Kumlis Belibis. I'm not telling anybody, which doesn't usually say in the truva. Usually he writes the truva to explain it. But here, it's not very obvious. You find out why he didn't want to say it. And the Sam Sefer has a truva disagreeing with the Nadia's truva. And he starts off, Ani Halech Rachel Megala Said. Two interesting truvas. Because says, I'm not telling. The Sam Sefer says, I'm going to tell everybody. Because he wants to disagree. And he said that he had some. Uh, uh, people in his community who had this problem and didn't want to be ever the race, and he held that once the shear grows that much and you, sh- and you shave with a razor, it's going to be another deraisa. He didn't want to grow. So Sam Savior says in Pressburg, we didn't have that issue at that time. Baruch Hashem, Prague was a more modern in terms of Ascola, not the Nadavita's fault, obviously, and therefore the heter wouldn't apply. And then he disagrees with the shear, it has to grow anyway of what the heter would be and would it help. So that's an interesting example, but he didn't announce the Feirish. The truth is, we're going to see. It's going to, not the Feirish. We're making it official. No sphera prohibition at all. They're not undoing the minute. Here in the truth, he wrote, Vatam Kamus Belibi. So they can think, oh, it's probably Vatam, it's probably another reason we didn't hear. They're not going to stand. That's the question. They gave up side. Gave up side. But he didn't downgrade and say, we're not keeping this, this Dindra Bon anymore. That's a big difference between what we're going to discuss, and Mr. Sham will pick that up on Monday.